I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. If money affects your life in any way, Money Making Sense will talk about it. Be financially healthy, wealthy, and wise. Here's your host, Heather Kelly. Welcome to Money Making Sense, the show that talks about all things money. Today, we are going to talk about forgiveness versus defaulting on your loans. There's a lot in the news recently about some loans being forgiven, possibly by the Biden administration. So I want to talk to David Green. He is the CEO of Earnest, which is a fintech lender, and you're actually the number one company for student loan refinancing in the nation. So I'm hoping you can shed some light on if everybody's loans or a lot of people loans are forgiven up to $10,000, which is what they're trying to do. How is that different from if I just decided not to pay $10,000 worth of my loan? Yeah, great. Thanks for having me. Um, and, and that's a very good question. You know, I think it's a little bit difficult to answer at this point as there are still a lot of unknowns in the, you know, how, how anything will work out as far as debt forgiveness. So, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate on that too much. I think, you know, I can talk about the defaulted loan side. And if you, the, the biggest impact to you, if you start defaulting on your loans is that that's going to show up on your credit report and that's going to make it harder for you to get other types of credit extended to you in the future. Um, so that, that's certainly an outcome that, that we want to try to help people avoid at earnest. I know a lot of this is theoretical now because it hasn't happened, but if a ton of students get some of their loans forgiven, will that affect, do you think companies in the future, lending companies, like, will they be just hop into like, okay, yeah, let's give credit to a bunch of people if they think that at some point they won't get their money back. Yeah, I mean, I think as far as we're concerned, at least I can talk about that and student loan forgiveness. I think the point is uh, for us, regardless of what happens on the forgiveness side, you know, we know that this is still going to be a problem that, that we're working on. Um, you know, we're focused on on helping make higher education affordable and accessible. And this is not... Um, this is not a kind of a comprehensive uh, solution. And, and, and so that's really what we're working towards every day in, in the ways we can help people uh, make better decisions going into school so they don't end up in that space with, um, you know, too much debt to pay off and then helping them pay off that debt after they graduate. So it does say um, that Ernest is a loan refinancer. Do you originate loans or you only refinance them once somebody has the loan in hand? Yeah, so we have... Uh, basically, I would say three main uh, products today. Uh, our, our number one product is student loan refinancing, as you said. And so that's for uh, graduates who have uh, completed their degree for the most part or parents of graduates. Um, and so they can get lower interest rates generally and pay off their loans in a, in a faster time at, at a lower cost uh, by refinancing. We also offer a private student loan for those individuals going into school. Um, and there we're really focused on helping people understand uh, what they're taking out, how they can afford to pay it, how they can minimize the cost of their education by making some sort of payment in school, whether that's even $25 a month. Uh, and then our third piece uh, here is helping people 
maximize their scholarships and their financial aid through a platform that we have called Going Mary. So this is a, a national uh, scholarship search platform. You can put in just a little bit of information uh, and see all the various scholarships that you uh, qualify for, and then we can help pre-fill some of that. Are you seeing difficulty, though, now? Right now, we've got interest rates going up, and the Fed has said we're going to continue to raise the rates for, I think, another year. You know, every few months, they're going to add that. So if I took out a loan two years ago, and now my child has graduated, and it's still a ton of money, is it going to help me at all if I try to refinance right now? Yeah, I think it's always something that you should explore. Uh, we have a really easy tool that lets you, you know, ch- check if, if that's going to benefit you today and there's no hit to your credit score or anything like that. You give us a couple of inf- pieces of information and we can give you a, an accurate rate estimate. So it is true that as interest rates go up, that population of, of individuals that will benefit from refinancing um, in the short term does go down. Uh, but it's still worth checking those rates today because many, many people still would benefit. Okay, so I know uh, for those of the listeners in the Salt Lake area, you're here attending the Silicon Slopes Summit. Can you tell me what is it that Ernest is bringing as a fintech lender to this conference? Yeah, I, I think there was. We spoke. I spoke yesterday on the topic of community um, and and how that applies to you know not only uh, a little bit of my personal career, but you know how you can use community to advance your career and certainly. Um, the idea of how important community and finding the right community is in higher education. And, and so a part of that is that, you know, we, when we're trying to help individuals make the right decisions going into school and how to finance their education, occasionally that can come down to, you know, a very dollars and cents discussion. Uh, and while that is obviously important and we need to help make sure that people are set up for success upon graduation, we don't want to steer the conversation to be completely about you know, are you getting the, the absolute, uh, you know, money maximizing degree, uh, and make the entire transaction, you know, make the entire college process about just a transaction, like finding this community, finding the people that you fit in with, building that relationships. All of those are also important parts of college. Yeah. That might have saved me a bit of heartache. I went into school as an aviation major and I found it interesting. Subject was cool. Not happy in that career. I did minor in theater, and I've now used some of that, what I learned in theater, in my broadcasting career. So it would have been nice to sort of have somebody help me find that community where I actually would have felt good and not spent 15 years wandering around trying to figure out what I want to do, because obviously it wasn't aviation. Yes, indeed. I, I had a similar uh, challenge myself, and and I, don't, and, I, and I wouldn't say that Ernest is necessarily helping you figure out what that path is, but we want to be there to support you in whatever path that you choose and make sure that you're able to do it in a way that, you know, sets you up for success. What um, tips can you give people who are needing to take out a loan to help finance their college, whether it's for their child or for themselves? What do you recommend? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, ultimately the, the, the thing that you want to do is you want to take out you know, the least amount of loans possible, right? And you need to make sure that you can uh, still go to school. But so, you know, that involves uh, filling out your, your FAFSA financial aid application, uh, trying to maximize the amount of financial aid that the school will give you, uh, applying to every scholarship that you can get, um, and, and doing all of these things that you can, you, there, there's a lot more things that you can find about, find out about on our, on our Going Married platform, but all of these things that ultimately help 
help you not take out as much money because obviously that's going to help uh, in, in paying it back. I think once you've done that, you want to just make sure you're you're examining all of your options as far as uh, what loans are out there. And, you know, interest rate is obviously a, a key factor and something you should always keep in mind. Okay. And if people are interested in learning more, what is your website people can go to? Yes, it's easy, www.earnest.com. And we have tons of information for you there or www.goingmary.com, M-E-R-R-Y. Going Mary as in Happy Mary. Yes, that's correct. Not getting married. That's correct. <laughs> I I would not be happy getting married. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else you have for our listeners? No, I think I think this has been great, and I appreciate the time. I just want to say that you know uh, anybody who's thinking about going into higher education should really come check us out. We are here focused on helping our customers make the right decisions before school, during school, and after school, and ultimately helping them minimize the cost of their education. All right, thank you so much again. You are David Green, the CEO of Ernest. That's E A R N E S T. And Ernest is the a fintech lender and the number one student loan refinancer in the nation. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can email me with any questions or topics you want to hear about at hkelly at ksl.com. That's H-K-E-L-L-Y at ksl.com. And because this is Money Making Sense, you can subscribe for free on Spotify, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts, and you'll never miss another episode. Thanks for being a Money Making Sense listener. Follow your common sense on the social media. Money Making Sense on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.